a new style of leadership is here. Are you ready? Welcome to the Inner Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Lois St. Germain, and I'm a 35-year corporate exec turned certified leadership coach. I've spent the past several years developing and coaching leaders as well as building teams. And one thing I've learned is you can't effectively lead others until you learn to lead yourself. This means eradicating all of the shit preventing you from knowing and embodying your authentic self. Together, we work on releasing and healing all of the shit holding you back. All of the conditioning and stories preventing you from being the truly amazing leader you know you can be. This starts with you. Your outer persona needs to match your inner beliefs. Through this alignment, you'll develop your own unique dynamism that will have people clamoring to work with and for you. A new era is emerging, and it is demanding a new way of leading, a new type of leader with a new style of leadership. I believe that person is you. Let's get started. Good morning, my friends. I always say good morning. I don't know when you're listening to this, but I'm recording it on a very chilly Sunday morning. And, you know, I have to laugh at the process now um, because it's become normal. So my nervous system is used to it. But Sunday mornings, like when I wake up, it's like, okay, what do I want to talk about today? And not many of the past, I guess this is the 16th episode, but not many Sundays have passed by where I thought, oh, I know exactly what I want to talk about. Usually my brain says, there's nothing to talk about. Like, I don't know what you're going to talk about. You have no value to offer today, right? So I've learned that my creative process when I have that (laughs) come up is, yeah, I know I don't know what I'm going to talk about, but let me just start writing in my journal and see what comes out of it. So today (laughs) you get to see the results of that process or hear it, so to speak. So humans, right, we are designed to seek pleasure and avoid pain. And I know we've talked about that before here on the podcast, and we talk about it um, extensively inside of the text membership. But this week, I want to challenge this a bit, or at least explore why we operate like in total contradiction to it. If it is pleasure that we seek and pain that we try to avoid, why do we come together in suffering? And as this country, the U.S. here, continues to reel from the economical effects of what's happening, right? My personal opinions, opinions, My personal opinion is that the interference with our normal cycle of recession and boom that has, you know, been for the last, you know, 100, 200 years, um, it's the fact that, that we artificially prevented that from happening that is causing this one to um, feel a bit amplified, if you will. Right. But anyway, this podcast is not about politics or the country. It's about the humans that are being impacted by what's happening. 
And I'm still fascinated by the case studies that these events are triggering. And I want to continue to look at the human behavior around it, right? Um, I think it was an episode or two ago, and many times in the past six weeks, my social media posts um, have included me speaking on behalf of the employees who were not laid off in their company's RIF, right? The ones whose jobs were, air quote, spared and have been left to navigate the change curve, right? So several of my private one-on-one clients, as well as a bunch of my like really close friends fall into this category. So I'm getting like front row seat to see how it's playing out. And me loving the study of human behavior and our brain, uh, you know, it's like um, a really good movie and a bucket of popcorn, except for I am fully empathizing with where they are. And I hope that this episode, as well as continued conversations, will help them navigate through this with a little bit more ease, right? But I'm noticing that even the people who under less pressured situations, I don't call them normal situations, seem to have advanced coping skills and tools that enhance their way of being are struggling to maintain that higher level or those higher levels of consciousness as they navigate through this. In other words, they've slipped into their old patterns and a lot of groupthink, right? Their um, sense of belonging is being challenged and they're comforted by mutual struggle, right? So my take on this is wherever there is mass layoffs, right? It's similar to being kicked out of the cave. During the Paleolithic times, this was most certainly guaranteed death, right? If you were ostracized from the cave, you were out there on your your own to survive. I can't talk this morning. So to our brains being laid off, I love that term when I hear this riff or laid off is just (laughs) terminology to help the people who are actually doing the firing to feel better about themselves, right? And to avoid feeling any feelings that they're feeling. But that's a little tangent. Um, But our brains, right, see this event the same way that they saw the cave or the clan ostracized, I can't even say it, exile from uh, thousands of years ago, right? So while the ones being ostracized are thrown into their own world of fight, flight, or fawn, so too are the ones still in the cave. Even more so, in fact, because it's always about the journey and not the event itself, right? We covered that in pretty good detail last week. These people that have been left behind now have evidence to support the possibility that it could happen to them. 
which induces fear, right? And if you remember back a few episodes to the belief stages, this is similar to that, right? In the beginning, we know about layoffs. We've seen them happen in other companies. We've heard about them, but it wasn't close enough for us to um, attach enough to to worry about at this point, right? Um, But then, so yeah, we work through the stages of, you know, seeing about them, hearing about them, but them not being the possibility for us yet. It's not personal yet until it is, right? Now we've witnessed it firsthand and it's very real. And we begin to imagine the worst case scenario for us, right? For me, I remember the first couple of times going through this for me, like my go-to is always that I'm going to end up homeless, living in a box under a bridge. And that is always where I go whenever my sense of safety or security is um, challenged. So the fear of something is usually much greater than the act act itself. The humans left behind are now constantly in fear of this happening to them versus the ones that actually um, got laid off the event was swift and final and they've moved on to a different stage, right? They may be dealing with anger or resentment or whatever now, but the fear of being laid off for them is gone. The ones still in the companies doing the work are still in that fear stage, right? Even weeks later, I um, have studied this quite a bit and it takes at least Um, a full quarter, right? 90 days for teams to reestablish a sense of stability after a riff. So, you know, the effects of the company's layoffs last and linger inside the company much longer than I believe they even know. (laughs) Or, you know, maybe we would actually address the problem and not let it get to this point. But again, God, I am really on a soapbox this morning. The people that left that are left behind, right? Their sense of belonging, of community is still being threatened by the primal fears of their brain. And in a desperate attempt to assuage this fear, right? They huddle together and connect through their suffering. So those even with the strongest skills during normal conditions are being reconditioned to this state of suffering. And I'm watching this play out in real time as these humans abandon, and I'm going to keep using the words humans because that's what where this is taking place, right, in humanity, but they abandon their values and their boundaries almost overnight in order to blend into the crowd. I'm watching them retreat into the shadows of the cave in order to avoid being seen, right? Their nervous systems are fried and they've forgotten who they are and what they stand for. Now, having been on all sides of the situation in my career, I can tell you that this is a natural human response, 
right? Some are going to pull themselves back out of this um, struggle uh, commune, I guess, and they'll do that rather quickly. Others are watching themselves in it as if it were a movie, right? And they can see themselves out of alignment, but they lack the capacity to shift out of it yet. And then some are, you know, even more deeply embedded in their already victim uh, mentality, right? So how do we learn to hold on to our values and our boundaries in our highest states, even when faced with traumatizing circumstances, right? I see similar responses. Like this doesn't just happen during a layoff time, right? It happens when there's any um, small to medium T trauma inducing event, right? It could be divorce. It could be a disease, death, whatever. This is, you know, what our brain is going to always try to do. And I want to explore shortening the curve to get us back to where we were pre-small T trauma, right? And again, I'm going to ask, right, how do we learn to hold on to our values and boundaries in our highest states, even when faced with traumatizing circumstances? And for fear of sounding like a broken record, it will always come back to the degree or the level of our self-worth. In my containers, I use the term alignment, and you've, I'm sure you're getting used to hearing that now, right? But when, when my coach first told me years ago that I was acting out of alignment, I had no idea what the fuck she was talking about, Right? But we are all uniquely designed to think, feel, and do in accordance with our true values. The problem being we've been conditioned out of them since birth, right? The majority of us have no idea um, what they are or how to operate in accordance with them without the fear of being kicked out of the cave. Right. We think in our brains, isn't it better or safer to fit in, especially in challenging times? Anyone currently in this situation, and I would say many other situations, cannot trust their boss, their company, their business. Right. Their sense of trust and safety and security has all been broken because They cannot trust themselves. This is what causes us to shift our behaviors in times of strife. We lose our anchor. We haven't developed a deep enough level of self-trust. Therefore, it's impossible for us to trust anyone or anything outside of us. And I'm a huge fan of Seth. And one of um, the parts of a book I'm reading that I had had highlighted earlier was him saying, 
when a situation like this arises, our conscious mind feels itself assailed by a reality that seems greater than itself over which it has no control. The deep sense of security in which it should be anchored to is lost. So how do we go about dropping anchor again? Right? I believe these events occur to show us that we are tethered to the wrong, air quote, wrong thing for us. In the case of these layoffs, right, this may have occurred to show the people being affected that they have anchored or tethered to a feeling of safety in their job or company. And this is the universe's way of setting them afloat, so to speak, to find their true anchor. That true anchor being themselves, you, your true anchor is you. And I just wanted to clarify that in case anyone wasn't following along to tell where I was going with that. But this is a journey Right. As we throughout our whole life, we are going to drop and pull anchor many times before we arrive at our truest sense of safety. Firstly, though, awareness that it's happening is always the key. Right. Take a look at where you are tethered. If it's not your own self-worth and self-trust, then you know what your work is. If you want help with this, join us inside the text membership or, you know, as always, follow me on social media for more reflection into becoming the truest version of you. Are you coming? If you are loving this podcast, be sure to check out the Inner Power Portal. It's a text membership that dives deep into the embodiment of the topics we cover here on the podcast. You'll receive daily embodiment messages Monday through Friday, including additional exclusive content, journal prompts, and embodiment exercises to help you dive deep into each topic so that you can fully step into your inner leadership. Sign up now at ipp.innerleadership.com.